the voice of one crying the wilderness prepare the way of the lord make straight in the desert a highway for our god the voice of one crying the wilderness prepare the way of the lord make straight in the desert a highway for our god the voice of one everything he does is amazing everything he does and as we are about to sing new wine i want you to You'll notice there are three distinctive emphasis in that in the verses of that song. And it's a song of appreciation. <coughs> Understand this. Give me Psalm 149. <coughs> the last uh, three verses. <coughs> it's important in all you're getting that you get understanding. understanding. From verse 6, it says, May the high praises of God be in their mouths, not in your heart. For those of you that like to worship God from the heart, the high praises, not the low praises, understand. <laughs> May you understand in Jesus' name. <laughs> Maybe we'll go to Second Chronicles later, chapter 20, but it's the high praises of God. The high praises are not I had said um, what I shared with the brothers in the last uh, G3 meeting is very instructive and I wish the uh, snippets people would clip it out and share it I talked about praise how the scripture calls it in Hebrews chapter 13 the sacrifice of praise if it's a sacrifice it costs you something a sacrifice that involves giving your neighbor's cow is not a sacrifice it's why I told our people years ago it's why you never hear say turn to your neighbor if you don't have an offering take it it's your neighbor's sacrifice it's not yours every dime you ever give from someone's money who has been in a meeting they say turn to your neighbor if you don't have an offering you didn't give nothing nothing was counted for you nothing you and your neighbor you're deceived well your neighbor is better off because that he sacrificed he sacrificed it and gave it to you is enough he's given a double whatever he gave plus what he gave you to give all is accounted to him it's his money it cost you nothing it's not a sacrifice if he didn't if it didn't cost you something stop quoting david and not doing it but it's not just sacrifice in the form of the harvest of your labor that's money or whatever it is if you if you brought actual food stuff you planted or you or a fisherman and you came with some of your fish it is sacrifice because there's loss to you your account suffers loss. Your storeroom loses something. So ask yourself, what storerooms do I have? What do we as people, human beings have 
Sometimes it may be money, but that's just one form of sacrifice. A common sacrifice which the poorest person on earth can have and afford is called the sacrifice of praise. And what's that? It's the fruit of lips that confess his name. That open up and say, He is good, kind, wonderful. But it's a sacrifice because there's effort. If it's when you're just happy moving around your house and you're just doing it naturally, like we like to sing, human beings like to sing, saved and unsaved, but you're saying, no, my own songs are to Jesus, awesome. But sometimes when you're doing it unconsciously, subconsciously, it might not count that much. You're sweeping the house. You are doing something. You don't know when your mouth started singing. Good, kind, wonderful. All you do is faithful and true. No, it's a sacrifice when there's deliberateness. It's time to bless the Lord. Morning devotions. Everybody, lead us. Good, kind, wonderful. And your throat says me. I'm still sleeping. Who knows it? Morning devotion. Between five and six. That is when you give offerings. That's a sacrifice. When you rouse yourself against the growling or that non-sound. Some people sleep. Some go like, I didn't tell you. It's only because I'm, it's only because I'm saying this house. Uh, if you think you can force, since you forced me out of the room, Abby is your mattress, no problem. Come on, Abby, you can take a, a horse to the river. Make me drink. And they fold their hands. Who has seen this before? Full demonic manifestation. Sorry. Uh, full manifestation. And they are like, some lean on the wall and close their eyes and sleep. What they have done is they've refused to bring a sacrifice. That's the best time to offer a sacrifice because you don't feel like doing it. Your throat doesn't feel like doing it. It hasn't been loosened up yet. Your voice box, your voice box had stiffened over the night. If you're going to sing early in the morning, you need to literally do breathing exercises. Oh, mm-hmm. ah, ha, ha. you have to stretch it. You have to loosen. You're going to have to loosen it. And that's what many people are not willing to do yet. They want to walk around, talk on the phone. Someone calls and they say, we have a class. Or did you hear? They can go from after that devotion immediately. What? Eh? Eh, what do you say? Eh? Eh? As they are doing that, it's loosening. But you see, because their heart is willing to engage in this discussion early in the morning, they are willing to loosen and sacrifice their voice. Some are like, I'm going to go back and sleep. I don't want to wake up. I don't want to sing really, so I won't rouse myself because I'm planning to sleep again. Yes? No? Yes, sir. But you get this call. You get this call. What if it's a cousin from outside the country? You, you, you loosen it up. You sacrifice it for that earthly thing, but you weren't willing to do it for the Lord your God because you're a quack or ignorant. But after now, you can't be ignorant anymore. It's a sacrifice because it costs you the possibility of going back to bed. It's a sacrifice because it costs you straining and loosening up your voice early in the morning and, and singing, Oh, 
Oh, you have to try. Usually, the only person singing well is the person leading that day. Yes, no. That's the wickedness in our soul. The very next day, the other person who was leading refuses to sing. I've seen it a thousand times. <laughs> because you don't understand sacrifice. Sacrifice requires loss to you. You lose something. For those who have not heard it before, I see new faces. Hey, they used to take a goat, a whole burnt offering. You brought a whole goat. And before you left there, they have burnt all on fire. Fire burnt all to ashes. As it burns, they scrape, burn, scrape, burn, scrape. You turned a goat that you could have eaten for one month into ashes. You walked away there. You came with a goat. You left with nothing. There are bones left. For those, because in this time we live, we don't understand sacrifice. All you think of is the blood. It's a lie. They would burn the whole animal till there was no animal left. And nobody would eat it. The priest nor the person. Now, it's not every offering that was a whole burnt offering. There were offerings where they would take parts and burn and keep the rest. There were parts where they take, they burn the fat and take away the rest. I hope you understand this. Alright, so that's how it works. It's not every time it's a total package. I agree. There are times you, you don't burn everything, but you don't take anything away. A lot of the time, you leave it. The priest takes it. That's how God provided for the priest. The priest will take it home. Have you heard of a wave offering? They'll cut a part of that animal or take the whole thing. It could be turtle doves. It could be some animal. It could be a, a lamb. And they'll pick it up and wave it like this to the Lord and keep it. And it goes, you don't go with it then there were a few sacrifices very few where they actually shared it you cut a portion it could be a tie and drop for the priest and took the rest home and ate it with your family there was that too but the point is that in every instance you lost something are you understanding you lost something so always ask yourself when i'm praising god what am i losing a common one i usually lose is my voice because i'll sing with all my heart i know that thing you're doing is you're going to crack that voice you're going to have a a hoarse voice for the next two three weeks because of the way you are about to praise god right now or the way you're going you're singing that song but i'm like but i want to do it with all my heart to the lord as opposed to modulating it perfectly as opposed to keeping it safe so i know very well when my voice is about to pull stunts you may hear it in that if you haven't heard i too am a warrior you should understand now that's small you should hear me a lot of time it's, it's a miracle that my voice exists you know say oh, I do I know because I'm not doing it for you I'm doing it for the Lord and I'm willing I could moderate it say I do am a warrior I do am a warrior I could do that I could modulate it and keep it and I'm not saying you go and crack your voice but I'm saying if you're singing and you're not hearing and you don't feel and it's all drab you know when you do something with all your heart there's a difference the sacrifice could be singing the sacrifice of praise you could say it so saying this father I thank you I give you praise thank you for today you are very good to us amen okay maybe it's a sacrifice maybe it's not much but this might be more deliberate and that's the difference between sweeping or just humming a song you like it becomes a sacrifice when it's deliberate and it's going to cost you time 
effort, brain power. And you deliberately say, Father, I thank you for today. Thank you very much. If you think about it, you know, for many of you, it's very few times in your life you have done this compared to the number of times you have opened your mouth to praise. Father, I thank you. And you're thinking of what to thank him for. Specifically, I thank you for the weather. That in spite of how hot it is, we have not died like we've heard in other nations. I thank you for the wisdom, Father, you have given to your children. Even people you've used to invent air conditioners and fans. I'm grateful. I'm grateful, Father, that we are not under the sun right now. And that the sun is not beating down on us. It's 103 degrees Fahrenheit. Father, we are grateful that we are not suffering sunburn like many do in other parts of the world. Our skins are not scorched. We don't have to be hospitalized or use medication like in some temperate regions of the world during their summer. Father, we are grateful. We are, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for my brother who returned safely from his trip. Thank you for keeping him. Are you seeing the deliberateness between Father, I thank you, you're a good God, and moving on. You're deliberate. Then you could go on like that for three minutes, for five minutes, for ten minutes. That is a sacrifice. Are you understanding? Now, if you're singing a song, in the morning, early in the morning, in the morning, I will rise and praise the Lord. Amen, amen. Blessings and glory, wisdom, thanksgiving, and honor, power and might be unto the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Ukara Jesus, I remember you are good. Now watch. Can you do this? Everything I did, can you do it on autopilot without thinking? Watch. You are good. You are No, remind me in the order in which we sang. First song. In the morning. Early in the morning. In the morning. I will rise and praise the Lord. Oh, in the morning. Early in the morning, like this morning, Lord. In the morning, I will rise and praise my God. Oh, it's in the morning, very early in the morning. In the morning, I will rise and praise the Lord for His goodness in the morning. Early in the morning for your love. In the morning, I will rise and praise you, God. Oh, I will praise you, God. Oh, I will praise you, God. I will praise you for your goodness. And I'll praise you for your love. In the morning and evening, alone or with my children, 
Father, morning and evening, I will praise the Lord. Oh, it's in the morning, early in the morning, or even late. In the morning, I will rise and praise the Lord. Okay, so this illustration doesn't become what has happened many times in the past. So I'll stop. Listen to me. Is there a difference between the first one and this one? And I was just singing one song. Now you could go on like that and sing it 25 times. That's a sacrifice. Most Christians have, don't even understand this. So you can spend your life living and you never give God a real proper sacrifice. It might be a sacrifice because you got up. All that, some people were sitting there and you got up to give it. Okay, that's a sacrifice. It cost you something. But if everyone was standing up and you couldn't imagine sitting, even if for nothing else, for what people might think of you, that's not exactly a sacrifice. You're responding to the crowd. Are you understanding? You can be offering a sacrifice of fools. The book of Ecclesiastes 5 calls it. Where you are talking when you should be listening. But let's say it's time to offer the Lord the fruit of your lips. What did it cost you? Some people, it cost them. They weren't even supposed to be in that church meeting. They will be persecuted for being in it. But they came for that meeting. Years passed and up, up to the present. We've had, heard stories of people. They, you're not supposed to be Christians. They don't allow you to do this Christianity thing. But you sneak and go. And when you're there, you're praising God. And you know, when I go back, they may beat me up. But you're praising. That's a sacrifice because it will cost you something. Are you understanding? Any of those songs I'm singing, that's how we are able to get songs from the Lord. Because you form the habit of not just picking what has been. Someone put that song together. What did it cost you? That's why the scriptures say over and over again, and I've preached on it, go and ask for the message, where I talk about new songs, the importance, and we went through the Bible, and I showed you the different passages where the scriptures say that you should sing to the Lord a new song. A new song costs, always costs something. An old song does not cost much, except you do it over and over again. That's one of the ways. You're deliberately saying, you know, the things you're saying to the Lord deliberately over and over and over again. It's often why you notice if you watch videos or heard people singing or been in a meeting where someone is leading and they go over that song over and over again, it tends to be very different. The atmosphere changes and all of that. Why? Because incense from your sacrifice has started going up. The other ones were not incense. You are going through a list of 50 nicest trending songs in Nigeria. You know that list now? How you go from song to song. That's why we don't do that thing. From song to song to song to song to song to song. It's very nice and funky. But the problem, who did you do it for? Did you just impress the people with how you went from song to song without missing a beat? Or did you offer a sacrifice to the Lord Jesus? To the Lord our God. Are you an expert at linking songs and people say, ah, when she leads praise and worship, ah, from song, the girl is killed. All you have to do that is buy 50 something songs. It used to be around 20 something years ago. I don't know. It used to be 50. You should play it on this inside the car. Song to song. They don't miss a beat with the same beat. It might be nice and it's better to sing that than to sing worldly songs. But was it a sacrifice or just exciting for you? 
So learn to give God the sacrifice of praise. Is this clear? Praise should cost you something. That's what David meant when he said, I will not give the Lord that which does not cost me anything because it's not a sacrifice. It can be a sacrifice if you're in pain and you're offering it. That's what makes it a sacrifice. You're going through troubles. Your mind is burdened with sorrow about this or that and you are giving it. You're unhappy and you stand. I remember reading the final quest. No, it's in the call. And that servant of God had a vision and he saw the Lord looking and there were all these big churches singing. Churches were singing with amazing choirs, instruments, and the Lord wasn't looking at them. He was trying to wonder, what is the father looking at with such intentness? And you could see he was moved and he saw it was a church and he could see prophetically into the lives of those people in that church. And he said, every one of them had serious issues. Matters of grief and sorrow, and they were going through trouble and pain. And as they stood and they were saying, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, bless the Lord, oh my soul, bless the Lord, oh my soul, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. To even do that with the trouble they have. If you've kicked someone out of the house and he has nowhere to sleep, to sing that must be a sacrifice. Do you understand this? So the best time to offer praises is when there's reason to feel like not offering it. Then you are giving sacrifices that God, remember God sees the heart. He sees the only reason you're singing that song is that you're trying to please him in spite of your troubles and your pain. Just like giving the best of your flock as a sacrifice when you don't have so many. It's easy to give from a lot of sheep. But when you have few sheep and you give, that's a bigger sacrifice. You remember the woman that gave two mites? She had, that was her last money. Jesus said, this woman has given more than all this one that dropped bags of money. This one dropped 200,000. This one dropped 150. That woman came and put 200 naira. That's the last money she had on earth. But she dropped it. That's what in heaven in the account department of heaven what went in if the other ones were counting like on the atm being translated to their money other people put the guy that dropped two hundred thousand. the 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 teller went prr, prr. depending on how you have much god doesn't measure in your money value he measures based on what you have it's very easy to understand that just you know the story that woman put 200 naira and the counting machine went up there. I'm making it easy for you to understand. That's what happened up there. On earth, you saw 200 naira. Jesus stood there and explained. See, you guys don't understand how we do things where, 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 where it matters. In headquarters, nobody counts and says, this woman gave 200 naira. All they counted was, this woman gave all she had. So they measured it against, what does she have left? They checked, nothing. That's what was translated. Then they looked at the guy that gave 200,000 and he has 2.5 million. And he gave 200,000 out of it. He tried in his mind. He tried. He gave nearly one-tenth. Okay, one-tenth. But the woman didn't give one-tenth. She didn't give 10%. She gave 100%. It's measured in the percentage. That's the thinking. 
obviously the Lord Jesus said, I've heard people try to twist that. I don't know how they can do that and sleep at night. You can't twist that. That's straightforward. Jesus said, he said, this woman, truly, I tell you, verse 43 of Mark chapter 12. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put more than all the others into the treasury. More. You can read that in two ways. One, he put more than each individual or more than everything, all of them added together and put her money was more. How? Even though it was very small. She, he explained, for they all contributed out of their surplus. Did you hear that? Surplus. Do you know what surplus is? None of them touched their capital. Do you, do you understand? Yes, sir. They didn't touch their core sum. Listen, they didn't give from the accounts that they survived from. You're not hearing. You don't know what surplus is? They gave from surplus. Surplus is extra. Not the main thing. Surplus is the extra. So the guy might have two bank accounts. Let me speak at student level, please. And you have 30,000 here. Then there's another account you have where you've been saving some money and you have 18,000 there. It's from this 30,000 you're meant to use it this semester. But there's the 18,000 naira there that you set aside, you don't touch. Now these guys gave from their 18,000 naira surplus account. They didn't even touch this one. It doesn't touch them. It's not going to, there's no, there's no risk. There's no, nothing will need them to come out of that and say, I have, we have to walk by faith now. Mm -mm, they are secure. It's from the surplus, from the 18,000, they brought out maybe 3,000 and gave and still have 15 in their surplus left. He said they all contributed. He said all of them contributed from their surplus. But she, out of her poverty, her own situation is the opposite. There's nothing in the bank account. It's the 200 she had withdrawn that she's been holding. It's that one. She has put in all she had to live on. Do you understand what I said? Surplus. Surplus is not what you have to live on. Now, I, again, nobody's telling you to do anything. Don't, don't even misthink. But understand what at least the scripture says. So that if at some point in your life, you ever say, I really want to be obedient to the Lord. I really want to come to the place where I am doing God's will. I really want to serve. Make sure you're not self-deceived. Make sure at least you know what it means. This is how God judges things. All right. In the same way, your sacrifice, if you give it out of your surplus, you're feeling fine, you're happy, you're overflowing with joy. You just, I feel like singing. <laughs> I feel like dancing. Oh, I feel like, I feel like that's what you just feel like. This is surplus, overflowing joy. You woke up, you saw your bank account. Someone had dropped 10K for you. In addition to the 22K that came in the last two days from those two relatives. Your cousin from outside the country has said he'll send something. And you know he sends in dollars. You're sure it won't be less than 50K. And you feel, how can you not feel like singing? <laughs> Who feels like crying at such time? It's in you. You're giving out. So you're singing that morning doing devotion. I'm so happy. Oh, let's praise the Lord. The day you're happy for money or something material. Nobody can have peace. That's, who knows those people on the day they are doing, they tell everybody, stand up, doing devotions. Those people, you have not come across those people. May you come across them so you, you, you agree with it. Who knows the people when their own tongue comes? Their own they, they will see things. I, I just saw an angel saying, yeah, you people are not singing, therefore I'm leaving. <laughs> but then they don't say, who knows anybody like that? They don't like singing. They, are all, they always have issues. The one when you touch them, they... On someone's day, they will not see. I'm coming after all of you that on your day, 
There's no peace. See, let me advise you guys. My plan. It's a revenge plan. It's a... Off the audio to angels. All of you plan ahead. Is the person leading today? Everybody. You know what to do. Take the same posture they take on that day. I've been planning this thing for long. I've been planning this like 20 years. I think it's time to implement. So I permit you as a pastor. You're living with that brother or sister who know they ever cooperate. When their day comes, nobody as a group don't cooperate. There's no vision or prophecy they give. Don't agree. Tell them you want to test it. <laughs> so if, if I see a standing and they are wondering, ah, you people are not singing, just act exactly how they normally act. As though you're half dead. Then if they start going, and they say, oh, she be give me, she be give me. I am angry with you people. Everybody, don't move. You're covered in Jesus' name. I put a cover. Don't, don't move. You didn't prophesy on other people's day, on your day, you don't have prophecy. The way you're laughing, is like they are guilty people here. Don't move, I permit you. Don't be afraid. Nothing will happen to you. In fact, if, if you are afraid, maybe one of you also saw an angel moving. Come to church. Tell me, send a message, Pastor, I think the prophecy may have been half real. I'll talk to God for you. Make sure. Then when the person wonders, what was wrong with everybody today? If they don't seem to understand, do it again. Again, put it, tell them they'll handle the week. Do it. When you come out of that, they'll be delivered. Mm. Not every time it's someone's day. You have a reason. My neck is paining me. My right eye is paining me. My hair is paining me. How? It has nerve endings. Do you understand what I've said? Yes, Sacrifice will cost you something. Sacrifice will cost you. Singing a new song is always going to cost you something. You can't carelessly sing a new song. I keep holding back because we've sang new songs. It didn't stop for one hour. So I'm fighting. New songs. New songs must cost you something. You start singing a song that does not exist. I've told you 99% of our songs are brand new songs. We were in a church meeting and he came. Nobody planned it. Nobody. All these songs you come and hear and you wonder, you people's songs, nobody knows it. We got it. We were here. We were in a meeting and we were singing and just in the presence of the Lord. But how do you think you have the skill to be able to do that easily if you don't do it in private? You can't. You don't have it in your private spiritual life. You come and stand in front of a crowd. You bite your mouth. There will be blood. So you have to have it from somewhere. And then you can even carry it to the public. Can carry it to the public. Huh? What? So, tell me, Jesus is king. Remind me, I never remember the beginnings of the songs. By the power of the spirit, we are set free. Oh, we honor the Lord. Send down the fire. By the power of the Holy One, we have come to birth. The purposes of heaven here on the earth. Da, 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 da. We have come here all as one people. The Lord's people. Is there no drama there? We bring up the things that we have been given. 
give them praises and prophecies from heaven. Da, 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 da. Our purpose is to cleanse this land of Lebanon by the power of Jesus. We welcome the host of heaven. We welcome the host, the host of heaven now. For the glory of the Father that we've been given. We raise our hearts, our hands, our voices, and everything. Oh, to please Him. We welcome oh, all of your angels, oh. illustration. How many of you have never heard that song before? Let me see your hands. Okay. How many of you have heard it online? You've heard it on YouTube. You've heard the audio played. Okay. How many of you were not there when we sang it, even though you've been here for now? You weren't there when we sang it originally? Alright, thank you. Now, all, I know you're standing because we, we want to sing a song. Uh, you know, it's an old song, one of our old songs, uh, New Wine. All right. But do you know that song, everything we sang, and it's much longer than that, that it came exactly like that? Wasn't written. It came word for word in that form, just the way. The clapping instruments, they, they are not playing well. They need the grace of God. <clears throat> I know the key was high, you know, slightly high for, you know. But the instrumentally, so when you listen to it and you're hearing the instruments, you're hearing the hands clapping, just like they were clapping here. All of that was 100% unrehearsed, okay? There was no rehearsal. That song did not exist. It's not like there was a rehearsal and then we sang it as it is. It's how we were in University of Uyo. The Lord told us, go outside, go and praise. Go out and don't do it inside here. Go outside. We went twice. We went, well, try. One was outside, you know, you're doing the strike. Then the other two were inside in June, June 12th. And, you know, you guys realize that thing was June 12th? I realized this year that it was June 12th. 
that wasn't a coincidence. I think it must have been the Lord. June 12 and June 26th in 2021. 2021. Now I am saying, and most of our other songs, but those ones, like when you hear it on YouTube, that's how it came. That's an original song. Never rehearsed, never sang before. Just that way. And I'm asking you. Now, the risk, you know what they call risk, right? That is where you start something and it doesn't end. It reach where you thought you end. Okay, that's my definition of risk. Very crazy, but very accurate. Risk is the opposite of certainty. Where there's certainty, there's no risk. But you can be certain of few things. I am saying, I was giving an illustration and talking about how it's a sacrifice to risk making sounds that may not end well. That's what makes it a sacrifice. Now, when the church went out to go and do that, and we had to um, get money when we went out the first time, you know, out of very scarce resources. It was, it was around before that lockdown. When had that? It was, things were tight, everything. But we made a platform. We made a platform and we just did all sorts of things. Spent money, hiring things, borrowing things, just doing things and all that. And we are doing it to praise God because he asked us to praise him outside to have a concert. And so we obeyed and went out. Whenever something is going to cost you, when it's going to cost you, when it might cost you something, and there's no way, and I've shared on this, I don't sit there and think of myself as a musician or anything. But if you will take the risk to give the father something that may cost you your reputation, may cost you peace, cost you anything, that is sacrifice. I'm challenging us. Please, the brothers meeting. I said it's a bit better, I think. Learn to offer the sacrifice of praise. I tell new people, if you're in a meeting and you don't understand anything that is being said there, say the wordings. Thankfully, we put up lyrics. Standing and closing your mouth. Does it mean when you read on that thing, Jesus is king, which is very easy to repeat. But the other part, the clouds are parted. Can you see from it? You can see it. What is music? Is it not words? Praise must not be to a harmony. You can praise without harmonizing it. What I mean is you can say, thank you, almighty father. We give you praise. You know what uh, the average Christian does? The one you're saying is prayer. The one you're singing is praise. You are very funny. It's what you're saying that makes it praise. Thank you very much, father for all the things you've done for me or you can say thank you very much my father for all the things you've done for me that's all you could sing it then you can say it twice or thrice you can repeat it you can this you can that all these things are things that can be done by anyone form a habit of giving god the sacrifice of praise i'm not just saying this as a teaching i'm saying it specifically as an instruction for this season the lord told us to give him praise when we were praying for Nigeria, the first 50 days, after that 40 days, at the end, he said, praise me. Now you can do the opposite. How many of you, NMPG and the rest of the house, are you seeing some of the situation with fear, with many things we're having? Yes, sir. Are you understanding why I say praise? Now, usually when God says something, when there's peace, understand something, the opposite of what you think is likely coming. Yes. Yes. Pay attention, don't be distracted. Usually when God tells you something, 
it's usually because something may happen that seems opposite to your expectation. Now, when things now happen and you go with your eyes, what do you think it means that we walk by faith, not by sight? Sight tells you that you can't withdraw money you even have in the bank. The only people that might be slightly happy now are those that don't have money because everybody looks alike. <laughs> so you have money in the bank, you don't have, we are in the same boat, what's your problem? So you can just put open mouth carelessly and say, now nah, wow, things are not easy. And everybody's agreeing with you, yes sir, yes sir. He told us to praise him. We heard it, I think we forgot it after that. We tend to forget. He said, praise me. Don't do things based on, the children of Israel, when the Red Sea opened and then drowned the Egyptians and they passed, what did they sing? I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horses and his rider as he thrown into the sea. I will sing unto the they brought cymbals. For him to everywhere they're dancing. Hey, hey, whoa, ha! Exactly. They didn't like that. <laughs> hey, hey, the whole place. Then they took one step, two steps, three days. No water. Why did you bring us out, Moses? Why? Where we were. Are there not graves in that place? Must we be here where they cannot dig grave in the, in the desert? And they were lamenting. See, they had stopped praising because they walk by sight. Whenever they see an enemy destroyed, yay! Great are you, Lord. Great. Father, you reign. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because something has happened to your advantage. Then when something seems negative. You don't understand. It is not back to my Psalm 149. Let me allow God's children to stop standing. All these things they shall have written. May the high praises of God be in their mouths. Not typically when you have reason to be praising God. But when you have no reason, are you hearing me? Yes, what is the high praises of God in your mouth? And a double-edged sword in their hands. That's the word of God. The word of God, the sword of the spirit is the word of God. According to Ephesians 6. To inflict vengeance. There are two things needed to inflict vengeance. On the nations and punishment on the peoples. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with shackles of irons. These are leaders, wrong leaders. Demonic leaders, which typically manifest through human leaders in the church and in the world. To execute the judgment written against them. Read the last line with me. This honor is for all his saints. Hallelujah. Did that place say this honor is for all music ministers? No, sir. Did he say this honor is for all preachers? No, sir. Who is it for? All saints. What honor? The honor of binding kings. The honor of executing the judgment written. What are the weapons used to accomplish this? High praises. Not low praises. Not praises. High praises. And a two-edged sword. There are two major things you need to find victory. One is opening your mouth wide. I say this many times. I say it because it's true. The other day I was talking about pride. Major reason many people don't sing and praise God is pride. Stupid pride and demons. Demons. Let me not forget. Demons. Most, most people, you have demons. 
You don't. Sorry, don't come here if you don't like the truth. Though. I'll wound you with the truth. You have demons. There's nothing else. If you, God shows you, you see, there's a heavy chain on you. It's holding. Even when you want to, your brain is saying, let's do it. The thing will not allow you. It's holding your lips. Because the same you. Portugal takes the ball. Portugal. What, what's wrong with you? Okay, what's wrong with you? When it's church, nothing moves. You look like Dr. Frankenstein's monster. That's how you move. Incrementally. When it's football, 22 grown-up men running after a pig skin that was inflated. And I say, run after it. Why are you running after that thing? Is it like, did he kill someone in your family? Did that thing do anything to you? No, we are going to run after it, then kick it. Why? And when we kick it, we will kick it till we put it between those two sticks at the end. And after I kick it, what will not happen? Everybody will shout a go. So what happens after that? Now, let me answer you. The men that ran after it, the money will enter their bank. Yes, because millions of, not fools, but people <laughs> have paid in money towards their running after it. Can't you inflate your own thing, keep outside and run after it? You like it when Brazilian men run, fine, no problem. So you watch Brazilian men run after that thing. It's called sports. We enjoy, what you're enjoying is the competition. It's in our nature. Some level of competition. It's okay. I'm not saying it's evil. Okay. But have you broken down the thing before? Have you broken down what you guys are doing? So what do you do for a living? I run after a piece of pig skin in different countries. Just run after it. Go to different countries with new people I've never met before. We run after it together. The idea is not to let the other side collect it from us. And do that thing that results in saying, hey, go. Sometimes we run after for one and a half hours and nothing, nobody, there's no ego. So we now go home. We bought flights, costly flights, fly first class, or we have our own jet, our team, and go and come. But don't worry, all around the world, people are losing money, school fees money, money they don't have. They are sending it to us. They collect it. It's bigger than any offering. Do you know how much they raise in football? Men's playing, lake, six billion dollars. Say six. six. Say B. B. Six billion dollars. Say, uh, say dollars, sorry. Dollars. Oh, you might think it's narrow. Yeah, on, on average, in a year, that's how much you guys send to those guys. They pay them just about 20% of it. The big boys keep the rest. The players get about 20%. The women, total, about 400 million. They give them about 70%. That's why there's a disparity between what they give the men and the women. Because the men raise six billion, the women raise four hundred. How can they pay you the same? Stop making noise. Okay, sorry, that was a division. But I'm just gisting you. Why would six billion, six billion dollars? Why? Because you enjoy watching grown-up men running after inflated pig skin. It just makes you happy. Who has seen their calm father? Who know they move? Their uncle behave like a child. 
shouts and wrong commentary non-stop on that nobody is hearing. You see them giving instructions like they are the coach of any club. <laughs> and they don't stop. Every chance they have, they keep doing the same thing. With great passion. They can talk. Have you seen some of those people in church meetings? <laughs> oh yeah, if passion is 10 over 10, during the football game, how much passion did they have? Yeah. <laughs> did they just 11 over 10? <laughs> okay. You must be like me. Don't didn't like math. Okay. In church, passion level. Eh? Two, two. Some people say two. One and a half. Where are those football lovers? Let me see your hand. It's not you we are talking about. Talk about your uncles. Let me see your hand. Passion level. Your uncle in church. You see your uncle in church. Passion level. Two. Two over ten. He moved his his waist more. Was he on his daughter's wedding day? Okay, fine. So two, that's something, progress. There's hope for him. But during match, he has 10 over 10 passion. Uh, why? why? What is that? Why does it happen like that? I, I, I will say in my kind heart, it's ignorance. Because you don't understand that whatever you say, whatever you express, whatever your heart is excited about, receives your excitement almost like an offering. Yes. You're using up something for it. You're using up your excitement. You're using up your heart, your affection, your passion. Yes. And if you enjoy the football and give it two, three, one, two, three, four levels of passion over 10. Um, please, let me advise you so you don't have a problem with the first and second commandment. Make God's own higher. This is common sense. So you avoid a case of the jealous God whose name is jealous, looking at you jealously. Have you heard me? If you just have sense, you're excited about the other football, about the other thing, the other thing. Have sense. Don't let God look at you. He's like, hey, my child likes this thing. Okay. But when you come to him too, you also, and it's like, ah, my child, my child. <laughs> but the one that you never show up in front of him, no excitement about him, that. Don't walk past. He will start looking at your video game with bad eye. That's how he'll come one day. We need to renovate this place. This screen can't be here. It's taking up space. Uh, carry. What is our work there? It's called jealousy. Jealousy is, I have a right to your praise. You give it to everyone else except me. Why don't you praise me? After, I'm the reason you breathe. I'm the reason you can eat. I'm the reason this. I do this for you. I do this for you. I've done all this for you. You don't even tell me thank you. Eh? Look at how you dance like a puppy dog out of control in front of. Why? Why? Sh eh? Okay, go. Let FIFA pay your school fees. After all, the name is FIFA. The fee will be far. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand what I just said? Yes. Give as a sacrifice. Praise as sacrifice. Don't be done. This is a deliberate thing. This is not. Now, I haven't gone into the advantages. The advantages are that you will be delivered from demonic influences. So many things will change in your life. People are always looking at people and wondering, how do you change? You don't know what changes people. 
I just showed you that the warfare is two major things. High praises and a two-edged sword, the word of God. Combined, you can win every battle. You can overcome the strongest enemy. But you don't know. You think it is prayer. You don't even need this too. Because you don't know the word of God. You think it's prayer. No, no. All I need is to get a powerful man of God to pray for me. That servant of God may be able to pray for you because he has these things. And he asked God, based on my account, please, can you give this person? But that may not sustain it for you. The best way to fight is to have things yourself. To have your own weapons in your own house, in your own room, with you. Where do you know you meet an enemy? What if there's no network to call someone to pray? What if you call and you're sleeping? What if you have silenced your phone? Like my wife sometimes, many times, puts my phone on silent. Say, so I come and see your missed call. The missed call, because this child of God slept by 3 o'clock. Cannot be calling me anyhow by 6, 6.02. Thankfully, my wife off the phone. Silence the phone. <laughs> so I come and see by 9. What if you can't reach someone? Where is your own arsenal? Where is the high praises you have developed? Where is the two-edged sword that you can jump up with and say, Father, we bless you now. Father, we adore you. Give you thanks for your love. Father, Lord, you're my own. Father, we give you praise. We bless you and we magnify your name. Beautiful light, oh, that shines so bright. You're a beautiful light, oh, you shine so bright. Shining Jesus, oh, oh, you shine so bright.
new songs I'd welcome you online you're here go to go to um, um, my channel on YouTube you'll see Itaudo on YouTube you'll see the songs or just search okay Shining Jesus and uh, on that the spontaneous when you see it written spontaneous know that we were in a meeting like this and the Lord gave those songs and we're willing to take the risk and sing them and the Lord will give see the Lord wants new songs in the earth. <laughs> I know it's hard to explain what one may have learned over a 20, 30 year period, a 25 year period, trying to explain it to someone who has never heard anything like that or heard a little. It can be pretty confusing. But I would advise you, don't, you don't have to understand to win. If you look on that wall, you see that poster. Obedience is the strategy. That's what the Lord told me in 2013. Obedience is the strategy. The strategy to do what? To win battles. Just obey. That whole mindset, no, I don't do anything I don't understand. That's not scriptural. Eve didn't understand why she shouldn't eat the fruit in the garden, so she ate it. The serpent came and said, eat it. And she tried to give a reason. And the serpent seemed to bring an understanding she did not have. He said, when you eat it, you'll be like God. You know the difference between good and evil. So she ate it. But the strategy for staying in a garden in peace with life was simply obeying what God says. Till today, till tomorrow, obeying the Lord will be the key to victories. Not prayer not reading your bible not evangelism all those are things god can tell you to do and often tells people to do but trusting in the thing is called idolatry you have turned a thing nehushtan into a nehushtan nehushtan was a bronze serpent that god said to moses when people were being beaten by serpents and they were dying fiery serpent and the lord said make this bronze serpent when they look at it they will live and he made it they looked they lived and then they kept it years later in the time of hezekiah he took it and crushed it and god was very pleased with him because you can turn anything into an idol the only thing that cannot be an idol is god even if god told you to make something to do something 
You can turn prayer into an idol. How? God says, go and talk to her. Go and apologize to her for how you spoke to her in the morning. And you go and kneel down and pray. He said you should apologize. He didn't say you should pray. As long as you're kneeling down, oh Jesus, I worship you. I give you. You're wasting your time. Because the same Lord Jesus said in Matthew 5, you're at the altar giving, so you want to give an offering. He said, keep it. Don't give it yet. Go and make peace and come back. You are disobeying the words of the person who sent you, trying to do something. It's not hard to understand if you use a human analogy. Your father or your very big brother, much, much older than you, says, please take off my shoes. Go and keep it in the room. I'm not sharing those shoes with you. I've given you other shoes. Go and drop those shoes. Don't wear this one. Why would you take my office shoes? My best pair of shoes. Don't ever try it. And then you go out with the shoes using the back door. And you come back and, then, and you bought some soya. And you go and give him the soya. You know what they call insult upon injury? That's what people do. God tells you do something. It's not prayer that is a strategy. It's not even singing praise songs that is a strategy. It is doing what you are told to do. If he says, praise me now, then praise him. That's all you should do. Not doing it when he says, do this. That is your loss. That's why you will be overcome. That's why the enemy will defeat you. Because you're not following the strategy for winning the war. Second Chronicles 20. I mentioned it earlier on. It tells you, I think it's 2020, verse 22. Early in the morning, they got up and left for the wilderness of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Hear me, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Did you hear? It's believing in him. That, that's what will hold you up. Not giving an offering, not doing all sorts of things. People, so, because people are gullible, many pretenders or deceivers have gone into the body of Christ to get money from people's pockets and get things. And lie to people that there are a set of things you must do that are like buttons that move God. It's a lie. It's believing in the Lord your God that will hold you up. Believing what? Whatever he tells you per time. He tells you this is what will happen or this is what you should stop doing or this is where you should go or this is where you should not go. Every time you believe him, Whatever he says, that's what holds you up. Are you listening? It's a matter of time. There are times he will say, stay with this uncle. Then there's a time you say, don't go to that uncle's house again. You don't know, but he knows, your father knows, that that uncle attempted to poison him in the last meeting they had in the village because of a land that your grandfather left behind. You don't know, you're too young, you're four years old, you're five. Your father knows that he actually attempted to poison him. They took the food. Someone told him, don't eat that food. Someone passed and told him, don't eat that food. After the uncle had kept it, my brother, eat. I've been keeping this food specially for you. He took the food. You, you pretended he poured. A, the cat ran, came, ate it. And after three minutes, he went, eh, eh, and died. You're sure. You, the, your father knows. You don't know. You can't understand why uncle, sweetheart, because he calls you sweetheart. You know, why you shouldn't go to Uncle Sweetheart's house and stay anymore. Your father knows it's the obedience to him that is the key to your peace. Not prayer. There's no method. Stop. 
I fight this all the time in the body of Christ. Methods are the practice of sorcerers. They have methods. They have incantations. They have fixed things. This is how you always do it. One, two, three. First, you keep the stone like this. Then you keep this one like this. Then you say these words. And they have parchments and scrolls. Mumbo, jumbo, hocus, pocus. Abracadabra, zoom. You must say that 15 times. Mumbo, jumbo. It's what? They have methods. It's a way of darkness. With a living relationship with someone who loves you. They are not hard and never changing rules for every single thing every time. I'm not talking about the law of God. I'm not talking about the Ten Commandments. I'm not talking about uh, there's always a law against adultery, immorality. There is. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how to come to him, how to obey him. He doesn't always tell you, all I want you to do is pray. Just pray. Prayer is all. He doesn't say, no, just do Bible study or just evangelize. If you only just go for evangelism, that's all I came for. That's not true. He also came for teaching, not just evangelism. Observe the life of Jesus. He didn't just come for healing. He didn't gather people to heal them every time. Have you not read? There are places they never saw a healing. So much so they told him, if you've done that thing, do it here too. They asked, where are those things they said we heard you did? In Capernaum and other places. Oh yeah, where is it? Show us. Because you can't put God in a box. So when God talks to you and says, I want you to forgive your mother. He's not giving a suggestion. Stop looking for a thousand other things to do. You know what? I'm going to contribute uh, 10 chairs to this church. Eat your chairs. I'm going to apologize to your mother. That's what God is saying you should do. It's in the obedience. It's in the obedience, people. It's the obedience that matters. Ensure that you understand why obedience is a strategy. In this one, look at what the strategy was. He told them, the king, Believe in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. You want to be upheld by God? Do you believe him? When you believe something, you act on it. If I tell you this building is going to fall in the next 10 minutes, this whole building is coming down. There will be an earthquake here. Everybody, anyone in this building will be dead in 10 minutes. If you believe it, if you do believe it, some people will go to the next floor, one or two floors and jump. You will see a stampede. You won't see people going inside deeply to go and say, my phone, my bag. You won't see them trying to pack equipment much. You just see a stampede. Everyone will try to get out of this building. That's whenever I hear people say they believe God. It's not usually hard to know whether they believe or not. You look at them. Like I could, what I just shared about, if you don't know the words, you can say it. And I ask you, do you believe? You go, yes, yes, yes. And then we sing and you stand. You don't say any of it. No, you didn't believe. You claimed to believe. You, you don't know what belief means or your eyesight is bad. Maybe you have hypermetropia. Or short-sighted. You can't see in the distance. That's a thing. It's possible. But if you believed it, it's proven in the doing. James chapter 1, he said, don't be hearers only, but doers, deceiving yourself. All right, I'm giving you a simple example that we can connect with here. You are upheld when you believe, and we know you believe by what you do. Not what you say. The Lord said, these people draw near to me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. I prefer this. 
Because the word translated prosper is the word succeed. Next verse, please. Then Jehoshaphat consulted with the people and appointed those who would do what? Sing to the Lord and praise the splendor of his holiness. They were praising the splendor of God's distinctiveness. The word holy means set apart, distinct, unique, different. This is what they were praising, just like shining Jesus. Shining Jesus talks about the distinctiveness of the Lord Jesus. That's an example of praising the beauty. King James would say the beauty of his holiness. The beauty. Shining Jesus, you shine so bright. So, they did that. They were not singing songs of war. Watch where this thing is going. They were not singing... I can't hear you. Hey, I can't hear you. Say that now when it comes. Jesus, I can't hear you. You know the mindset of uh, 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 church? Huh? Uh, what's that? My nose is itching, man. This is a fan. You know the mindset of warfare? You know how you guys think? It's time for war. We are not joking here. Hey, we didn't come to play. <laughs> You think the more you act like a dog, the more Satan goes. Eh, eh. He didn't say you win. He didn't say you up, be upheld. Depending on how violent you look, you cannot look more violent than a demon. Have you seen demons? You've seen demons coming out of people. If you see, you know you cannot look as violent as any demon. Demons are like almost like a mixture of animal, human. They are horrible. When you see them, even through people's faces coming out, you can't win them. In snarling. Demons are not scared of that. That's like them. Demons terrify animals. These guys were going to war to challenge an army. And they were not singing. Send down your fire. We pray the Lord. Send down your... No, no, you, you didn't get that drumming well. <laughs> Drum. There's a way if I'm to sing it. Ah, I don't know who can hear it. Send down your fire. Boom, boom, boom. That's what I'm hearing. Who heard it too before? Hey, a few of you know me. It's after that first boom, boom, then you enter the other one. Boom, 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 boom. That's the feeling. We need your power. We need your. <laughs> That's exactly the song his brother would have sung if it was him leading. <laughs> and all the rest of you laughing. Is it not what? This is not spiritual warfare. These guys were going to confront a physical army. And they were finished. A massive army. Multiple armies got together to fight them. And what did they do? They sang. Shining Jesus. Oh, you shine so. Who? They would have said, song leader, give me that microphone. Give, give me that microphone. Is that, is, is that how to go to war? 
You don't even understand warfare. Say we are warriors. I too am a warrior. I Because the scriptures. <laughs> no, that's not what they did. I'm explaining something to someone here who has been carrying wrong ideas in their head. You think warfare means you say war. That makes it warfare songs. No, they began to praise the distinctiveness, the splendor of God's specialness. Oh. As they went out before the army, they were singing. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for he is good. His love, his love endures forever. Who knows that song? This is when they released it. It's in the album. It's the book of Psalms. Album number is there. It's all over. They began to sing that. They were singing about his love enduring. It sounds like it's a love song. It's about his wonderful love. And look at what happened in verse 22. The moment they began their shouts. Do you hear shouts? Yeah. Not murmuring. Give thanks to the Lord. Oh, he's he's they say we should sing. sing. They say you should sing now. And you obey now. You obey first. <laughs> foolish people. Foolish people do foolish things. They can't help it. Because there's foolishness in them. The moment they began to sing their shouts and praises, they were not in front of those people. They were far away. They were heading towards them. But the moment they began to <laughs> recognize the beauty of God and his loving devotion, the Lord, here he's listening to praise on this side, with the other hand on this other side, he sets ambushes against the men of three countries, Ammon, Moab, and Edom. Mount Seir is Edom. Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. People in the mans, are you seeing? Are you seeing? You're not sure you're seeing. Where are those mans people? All of them are in overflow. Is it punishment because they live with me? <laughs> are you seeing? What are you seeing? <laughs> Let me hear. What are you seeing? Jeremiah, so we've been reading the Bible through, of course, from Genesis, and we are Jeremiah 48 and 49. And the Lord gave what, I think we've read these three countries so far in the last two days. Three. These are exactly the countries the Lord sent the word to Jeremiah and said, take this word, give it to Ammon. Take this word, give it to Moab. Take this word, give it to Edom. So it's very interesting. And he begins to bring a word against them. These guys gathered to attack Judah. And the Lord set ambushes against them. Who had come against Judah. And they were defeated. And all they were doing was praising God in the beauty of his holiness. Again, may God help us all. Amen. Oh, oh, may we not be remembering it only in meetings when we are here. Like after now, I say, okay, let's praise the God, Lord a bit. Then you now do it with all your heart. Then you get home. Then you get to your room. Then you get to your house. And you refuse to do it at all. And you say things like, let's be realistic. Were they being realistic when three armies were in front of them and they were singing? 
The beauty of the Father, the Son of Heaven, the dance. Let's sing it. The glory of our King, how excellent your name in all of the earth. Today we see the beauty of your ways. We can see your face. On you we will gaze, on you ancient of days. Your glory we will blaze. There what they say, we'll give you the glory and honor for all your grace. One, two, three, four, five, lock the door. Let in the glory and honor and blessings. Let wonders be seen on earth. Let praises now be known in all of the earth. It's the sound of heaven, send up to the earth, given to children about to give birth. It's the sound of heaven, send up to the earth, given you birth. The of Jesus. It's the beauty of Jesus, it falls upon the earth. The glory of the Father and the Spirit within us. The rivers of water will sweep away the crown before our King. Hey. We'll lay a new way, Lord, for your glory through. We'll behold your glory in the land of the living. All the things that you do, Lord, is more than we can know. Glory to Lord, it's the sound of heaven Send up to the earth Given to children about to give birth It's the sound of heaven Send up to the earth Given you birth It's the beauty of Jesus It shines upon our faces the praises for all of his graces your joy is forever in him we have love in all of the earth oh jesus our song in the darkness our gladness in the night the things that you say come to us like the rain we've seen all your wonders your glory reveals more in all of the earth Today It's the sound of heaven Send up to the earth Given to children About to give up It's the sound of heaven Send up to the earth Given you birth Hallelujah It's the sounds of heaven Send down to the earth and it's given to children who are about to birth the purposes of God, okay? Now, those sounds come. I tried to explain last time. I was listening to the, the album, the song. I think we shared it. Uh, they put it out. And I realized when I was trying to explain it, I sang part of it. I'm not sure people understood what I was saying. I heard it as we were coming on the road. <laughs> So I sang part of it. I said, you don't understand. It's the sounds of heaven. It's sent down to the earth. And I said, those sounds are people coming down from heaven. You hear what I said? Coming down from heaven is the people of God with the word of God in their mouth. That makes you a sound from heaven. You collect your sounds from heaven. 
the glory of the Father and the Spirit within us. When you open your mouth, out of your belly, rivers of living water, the water that flows out from the temple beneath the threshold, and it goes out into the earth, and wherever this water flows, Ezekiel 47, everything lives. I told you how the leaders were waiting on the Lord at the end of the year, and the Lord showed us songs from heaven, received from heaven, delivered, and some people had access, and they would collect those songs, and they would come out from it. But the problem was because of the many songs they had received, they couldn't move fast. They were heavy. They were fat, obese, with songs, fat, thick. They couldn't send out the music. They had it, but it couldn't go out. So they came out, and God said that if people would come and collect the songs and run, people that were light, and they came, they took the songs, and they ran out. And as they ran out, they were blowing it out. As they sang, there was this filthy water that was coming from shrill, from beneath the openings of darkness in this earth. The Bible calls them the gates of shrill. You might have come across in your Bible and it's written there, the gates of hell, you know. But hell is Hades, Hades in the Greek. The Hebrew word is shrill. Shrill is the unknown, the unseen place. The place after here that all were known to go to. You don't see the Old Testament. You don't see them say heaven. You see them say the land that is unknown. Shrell. Over and over. David, everybody, Samuel, the prophets, everyone went there. Even the prophecy of the Lord Jesus after he died in Psalm 16. He, that's the same place he went to. You will not allow your servant. You will not forget him in Shrell. Okay. King James will say hell. All right. So that's exactly what you see there. Now we saw things emanating from that place. Dark, wicked spirits. I, mean, I hinted this one of those meetings. You were here. You know, I don't, you see, sometimes we don't talk about everything because it's hard. But we began to talk about it and someone began to react. How many of you were here, remember? I just said it a little. I didn't even talk. Background stuff. Ancient spirits from families, ruling powers. And we saw them vomiting things. Ugh. Greenish stuff. And these things will go out into the earth and mix with all the different sounds on earth and create this filthy, dirty water that splashes through the earth. As you're listening to trashy music, watching demonic movies, all of that, it's splashing on you. It's entering you. It's messing with your life. And we saw as these people took these songs from heaven and ran and sang them, clean water fountains began to burst out of the earth. And it became a battle, like two kinds of water. Clean water with this filthy water. And they're fighting, pushing, pushing each other. And it was pushing. And it was amazing how easily. And the Lord was showing us families and how families would be so destroyed. And some of you are from families like that. Destroyed, wrecked, damaged. Hatred between spouses, parents and all that. Bitterness, children. Just bad. And the Lord showed that ministry can be done to families where you try to reach out to families. But the word was that, but the music will work faster. That was a strange word, but we weren't asking for it when we were shown it. That the music, the fountains of water would work faster in the families. It would sweep through faster. It would transform things faster. 
than you trying to do one-on-one -on -one ministry to, can I talk with you, sir? Please, can you get madam? Let's sit down and talk. Let's. That families will be healed faster. What the devil is trying to do with the transgender thing and all of that. He's trying to destroy the concept of family. He doesn't want it to exist anymore. I told you the statistics in the United States are that 80 to 90% of divorces now because of the independence of females with regards to education and the fact that when you go for a job, I don't know why, but they tend to even want to take females more than males. It's a normal thing. It's been like that for a very long time. You may not have been aware, but it's so. So women, for the first time in, since maybe the world began, in the last 20, 30, 40 years, have acquired an independence they never had before. Unfortunately, with that has come a victory of certain spirits exerting themselves upon this, our female folk. So when you hear 80 to 90% of divorces in the United States were instigated by the woman, it's woman that walked over and said, I don't want this marriage to continue. When someone tells you 80 to 90% of something came from one, one, one group, nobody needs to tell you anything. So suddenly you start questioning immediately. It may, it, are we sure it's such a good thing? These are independence we are looking for. Because anyone would naturally think that women would love their family the most and want to keep it together. So how do, do 80 to 90% of divorces, how is it instigated by people who love their family so much? Implying that most of them only stayed because of when they needed the man's money. Once they're independent enough, I'm sure you've heard the stories. You've heard of the nurses, Nigerian nurses in the United States. The husband picks them, even from the village, goes, trains them. As he finishes training them, they walk out on the marriage. Because the nurses are paid so high. They walk out on the marriage, they divorce. And there was a time, there was a lot of disaster. And the men were killing the women. They will kill and call the police and say, I just killed my wife. I'm, start, I'm, I'm at number so and so I'm here. So independence. The, the, they came into a state of, I don't need you. I'm wealthy enough, so I'll kick you out. And they would do that ridiculous thing that a lot of Western society does, where they, take, they give the children to the woman, give the house to the woman, the house the man bought. Just give everything to her. And tell the man, get out. Now, if they say five or ten kill their wife, what about the other 20,000? They didn't do anything like that. They went out. So, uh, of course, if you were to ask me, maybe I'll talk about it in the uh, ladies' meeting tomorrow, okay? The guys won't be there. I would rather say to just the ladies. But you should understand that there are spiritual forces at work in this world, yes? Have you heard before that a woman should have a covering on her head because of the angels? Have I hinted you? Have I told you? Do you remember Genesis 6, where the sons of God came in and took the daughters of men? Have you read that before? And from them were born giants. So there are demonic forces. When you hear angels, it's not every time you think it's good angels, okay? Jude tells you about angels that are bound because they left their first estate, where they left their place. So angelic beings exert. So when the Bible speaks about a woman having a sign of authority on her head, 
Because if there's an authority over our head, then this spirit can't just come and do what it likes. Because that man, the head of the man is, so a husband like that, and then there's the woman. But the, the, the angelic being looks and says, there's nobody over, because the person has removed themselves out from the covering. So this spirit, now, it may have not have happened physically. There may have not been any divorce. But in the woman's heart, she has left the man, left him far away. I heard Pastor Banky talk about how a, a nurse told him in the U.S. Said to the Nigerian uh, nursing student, why are you reading so much? Stop killing yourself, John. Whether you pass or not, just find one of these doctors, marry them, divorce them in two years, and collect half of their property. Now, I know all the sisters are looking at me all innocently. That's so horrible. You have no idea what demons can make you do. These stories we are telling are real facts. They are already happening. They've been happening for decades. You don't even know about them. But it's been happening already. And there's a way you look at something and you say, well, maybe. There's no maybe. This is an obvious warfare tactic. And the devil has found it very successful. Make her so independent, she has no need for him. And make her character so utterly selfish, so evil, that she doesn't care how it affects her children or anybody else. And this has happened to many. And the devil is wanting to do it more and more. He's not contented with what I just described. Now, the ones that divorced 80% women, but... In 90% of the cases, it's women that are university trained. Because they pump all sorts of nonsense into their head, university, all sorts of trash. It's part of the incredible, it's a strategy of darkness. It's kind of clear to me, you know, for most people, their eyes are veiled, they can't see, but it's clear. It's a clear, it's a simple strategy. Make her independent, then keep telling her, what do you need him for? 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 No, I heard there's one Nigerian uh, public official I read about that was brought in from outside the country to come and lead some parastata also, or came, she's trained uh, in a foreign country. And she's not married, but she has children. You know, there's a man she has children by. And that's it. She's open about it. It's not, it's not a secret. She's not sneaking around. No, I don't believe in marriage, but I, I just want children. And I've had young girls in our church group over the years, as we've been discussed in different meetings, girls-only meetings, open, since we are very open and we welcome everything. And people have sat in front of me many times, openly, in family, devotions, all that. And people have told me how that was their plan. How could such a devilish plan come and sit in your head? Do you know how contrary that is to everything inside here? And I'm answering you. It could come because there are demonic spirits in the world and they walk. The same way demonic spirit tells a man, go and chase that girl. If she does not agree, wait for the day there's nobody in the house, then force yourself on her. In the same way, in the same way that your cousin or that your uncle, and you couldn't believe it. Ah, ah, uncle... Raymond, what are you doing? That's exactly how demons work. That's the same way it can come on a female and you can wreck your family without a thought. Everybody looks at you and wonders, how could you? Are, are you thinking about what you're doing? And you don't care. Now, men have done this on and off throughout past times. But the funny thing is that it seems when the women now had the ability to do it, they outdid Talk about what a man can do, a woman can do better. They did the thing in ways that were so amazing. Like, I thought mummies had a soft heart 
and great love for children. Couldn't you endure it for the sake of the children? No. This is not a story. I'm not talking about one of those stories where the man is beating her and she doesn't want to die. I'm not talking about any such story. I'm not talking about those kinds of stories. I'm talking about the endless stories with, I just don't love him anymore. That what we had initially has, the initial spark has, has gone out. It came with people, them, oh dear, why am I saying these things? Tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. Bring a feminist. We have many former feminists here. Bring them. It's an open meeting. You can ask any question. You can hold the mic. You can say your own. No. Many came become, became feminists because you think it's just because of what they have done to women. But you don't know many of these things I'm saying. It's not because of what has happened to women as much as what you, is being whispered into your ears from influences you don't even know exist. And that thing is whispered and whispered till you're in a burning rage sometimes for what does not exist. How many of you have known, in quotes, watch me, you know it's the man's fault. And then time passed and you found out it was the woman's fault. Let me see your hands. Why the marriage shattered? Why this and that? Why the relationship shattered? You put down your hand first again. You know it's always this nonsense man because the woman talked. People heard her voice. Then you now grew up. Time passed. You got to hear the man's side. You couldn't believe it. It was the woman's fault. Almost totally. Raise the hand again now. That's exactly how it is in majority of cases. In many cases. It's just presumed that it must be the man's fault. And very many times, because people don't understand, that they are, we are not fighting flesh and blood. So there's a certain weakness females can have to be able to be moved. Men have something in them that can say, we die here. That's why he can leave his country and go and fight a battle. He knows he will likely not return from. But he can't not go. As his wife is crying and screaming and saying, come back. Don't go. Don't you love me? He's still saying, I love you so much. I love you all my heart. I'll die for you any second. But I have to go. There's something in them that can die for things. I don't know if it's a creation, technicality, or someone has not talked to the women enough, but I'm trying. I am trying. And we will keep talking. I want you to know, and I hope all the females here, that you will have victory over that, those forces. But you must have authority over your head. At this time, you have the authority of a father, whether it's a physical father or a spiritual one. You have the authority of Christ. And then when you do come under a husband, you have a husband. Have the authority of your husband over your head. He didn't say it has to be a Christian husband. Of course, if you're a Christian, except you're already married. Then it may not be a Christian husband. If you are not married, you dare not marry someone that is not a Christian. So that Christ is over him. So he won't do you anyhow. The Lord wants us to understand these things. He wants us to be able to fight. He wants us to have victory. Our enemy is ruthless. There's no iota of mercy or like, it's okay, beat us small, small. There's nothing like that. And more and more around the world.
as Satan sees, let me try it with families. Then it doesn't work. He, he has succeeded with feminism. How many of you know they have shelved feminism? They flung it to the side. You don't know what transgenderism is there. Nobody has time for any. Come on, road. Who get your time? The new female is men. Drag queens are the new female. They don't have... It was a plan. It has accomplished what it wanted. Now, it's, they've moved on. So now, men, transgender men, are, are dominating the spots of the women, at least outside in some places. Not here. Praise God. So they are running track in secondary school. Boys with long hair are running with girls and winning all the races. Mediocre boys, boys that will come last in a race with boys, are taking first in a race with girls. Girls are practiced day and night. They are beating them. It's my dust. Why are some of you looking at me like you haven't heard before? This is happening. It is bad. Swimming, everything. Just that they haven't allowed into Olympics yet because other countries will be like, what do you mean? Even I want mad, I know keep on madness on our side. They'll carry and come here. So you have men competing in female sports in the schools, American schools, all sorts of places. In the UK, I mean, some of these things are always worse in those places. Remember that thing I said about the top, the William sisters? Someone went and checked it. I mean, they shared it for you to see. That the best women, the top tennis players, can't beat the 200 <laughs> male play, player. When you count the best male players, count down, down to 200 minus, they will beat the best female. The Williams sisters, they will beat them, hands down. They said, they said, I wouldn't attempt to play them. They know they will beat them. They said it with their mouth. But men and women are not different. We are the same. No, we are not. We are not, we are not the same. The devil is wrecking families. So he's using, he did feminism. That one has achieved great goals. Families have been destroyed. Then he did, he's doing transgenderism. He's done many other things, but transgenderism at the top. Of course, they have gotten rid of children in a major way. They don't need children. The pill. Swallow this. Just swallow this. So for the first time since the war was created, a woman could have what they called sexual freedom. And she could sleep with anybody at, all over the place and not be afraid of pregnancy. The number one thing that kept women from being like that before, apart from being killed by their father or their husband, was pregnancy. That was the number one most powerful reason why a woman would say, don't touch me. There's no morning after pill. I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm giving you actual information. Number one reason why a woman would have as much desire as a man, but hold herself and say, no! Is no be you go carry belly. That was removed in the 80s. 70s, 80s. That, that problem was removed from existence. Um, I hope my dating is right. If it's not 80s, 90s, it's about then. And suddenly a woman could do what she likes, swallow a pill and be free. So women went to town with that. No fear of being pregnant. Surgical procedures that can keep them ever flat. The effect has swept through the earth and there's a dysfunctionality the earth has never seen. All the troubles you think have existed in this world, there are certain lines that were not crossed. All of them have been crossed, are being crossed now, have been crossed in the last 
20, 30 years. And it's getting worse. Then the devil goes, all right, now that we have achieved that. Whew, um, we want more. Satan is never satisfied. He's like a ravenous lion. Let us erase the male-female disparity completely. We've made the women as strong or stronger than the men already. Now, let us delete Let's not just remove, let's turn the men into women and the women into men. Remove the need for a man to feel the need to protect his wife. Remove everything that makes a man his natural in, inclination to protect the weaker. Co please walk this way. If there's a group of boys coming and you're with a, a girl, naturally males all over the earth will come in front. It's automatic. God put it in there. All of that is being destroyed, especially in the Western countries. The men are walking past. Sometimes they actually stand and say, I thought you're, you're like us. It's increasing. It's getting worse and worse. And women are opening their mouth. They forget themselves and say, how could you let that? How Didn't you see? They still expect them to pay for their meal sometimes. Because men have opened doors for women and the woman stood and shouted, I have hands. I can open doors by myself. What's wrong with you? And the poor man is like, dear God, <laughs> stupidity gone to seed. All of this is happening. It's, it's not, I'm trying to explain this. It didn't happen by mistake. It's demons. I've told you they sit on drawing boards. Oh, he's big enough here. Who has been in a board meeting before? The, <laughs> the way you plan, the way you did technical drawing, they plan it. It's not random, uh, this demon tempted that one and this one now went and... No. They sit down, plan it and deploy. They assign who will be the commander, who will head this project, who are the spirits under it, who are this in every region. Oh yeah, let's push this there. Then they try. That a spirit like that goes and stands next to an Obama, maybe in his early years, influences him growing up. Bah! They position him in the weirdest way. Go and listen to my Obama stories from years ago. Position him, make him the president of the most powerful country in the world. Then what's, what's, what's the reason for his raising? He baits the White House in rainbow colors. Turns men and women. Before his election, he says, I believe marriage is between man and woman. After elections later, he says, I believe marriage should be between any two people who love themselves. So he, they position that. And he makes gay marriage a law federally, just like they did with abortion. This is where you make a law that binds the whole country and ignores federalism, that each state is an independent, an independent body in a federal country. You, you make a law that binds, that's what they did with abortion, wrong way. Then they do it again with, with, uh, <laughs> they do it again with, uh, a, a gay, gay marriage. He had an assignment from the darkness to do that. And he did it just like Trump had an assignment to reverse the abortion law. That was his major assignment for those of you that didn't know. He appointed the people in the Supreme Court that reversed that abortion law of 1973. These things are, it's warfare at the higher levels. That's why there was so much opposition, so much hatred too. 
because it was going somewhere. The demonic beings, they see it. It's why when Trump became president, people were crying, weeping, throwing tantrums, getting so angry. You think it's them. Mm -mm. It's the demonic influences that know how far. I've told you the same way you have preachers. Kai, I'm pitying you guys. I wonder what for I'm standing. But you're not writing anything. Don't worry, be as you are. It's good for your health. If you sit, it will, make, it will take time. You have like 10 minutes left. You should understand that, <laughs> hey, war, this is, <laughs> do you know war is going on all the time? The average person has no clue. Everything is, has a reason. Blind people think, no, did you see what happened here? Do, do you know what happened there? Uh, do, do you know? You don't understand. When you pray, things are influenced in the spirit. Then big spirits go to work. Paul explained it in Ephesians 6. You don't wrestle flesh and blood. You don't think it's human beings that are your challenge. It's not them you're struggling with. You wrestle and then he gives you hierarchies starting from the lowest. Not demons on earth. The ruling class. Principalities. That's the lowest among the four. Then powers are higher than that. It's not the opposite. Then spiritual uh, then the rulers of the darkness of this world. Then spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. They sit down, they strategize. Then they implement, they have millions of foot soldiers. Those spirits go and stand next to people. Actors you know and like possibly. And they come out and they say the craziest things. The guy that acted Captain America. Do you like him? This is a really cool deal, right? He says that all of you here that are anti-gay marriage, and I think all of you are. He said, I can't remember the other word, but he said you pass away like dinosaurs. That you're idiots or morons or something of the sort. He said they're idiots. So all of you are here. That guy you like. That Captain America. Wait a minute. Name. Chris Evans. With his full sense. Said this guy. Said, said they, are, they are idiots. And, and irrelevant to the scheme of things. In summary. I may have missed exact words. And they will pass away like the dinosaurs. Can't stand in the way of progress. And many other people you think you admire. That's exactly how they think. And they come up plainly and say it. While you keep admiring them. And then with time, because they admire them, they say, well, maybe we should truly prove you are an idiot. Listen to me. It's warfare and they use their pastors and their preachers too. Are you hearing me? I'm a preacher of the light. And they are preachers of darkness. Are you hearing they have their own musicians. We have, it's why you don't mix all these things. You sing this one, then you sing that one. You don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. You, how are you supplying the dirty water and also trying to supply the clean one? Which side are you on? They are infiltrating everything. Children's animations, cartoons. 
everything they are infiltrated. It's deliberate. It's not a mistake, I repeat. I had a children's program here in 2020, I think it was September. The first children's program before we started the children's ministry every Saturday. And I was showing pictures and videos and clips to parents that came here. And I was showing you things. Secret society symbols in, in favorite cartoon shows. And asking you how that can be a mistake. Those drawings, how could those be mistakes? Deliberate, 100% deliberate drawn in. Why? If it has no purpose, why is it being done? Why do you write Illuminati on a Daffy Duck Mickey Mouse show on the wall of a, an eye doctor's? Why do you write, I am Illuminati? Why do you write it? Do you know how hard it is to write all that? Why do you write A, B, C, D, E, F? You stood, you drew that and put on a wall. And nobody may see it till you freeze it and you watch. And there's endless things like that. Why? Why do you take the ant bully? Who remembers the ant bully? And take the, do you remember that grandma with no teeth? On the back of her chair, her chair, that rocking chair she sat on, was carved in a Freemason symbol. What kind of mistake is that? Full, in detail. You stop it, you zoom in. See there. There's no error here. It's deliberate. They are forced. It's Christians are always playing. No, don't talk like that. Don't talk like that. That's not what they meant. Leave it. You, you, you like seeing things. You like to see a demon behind every rock. I told you long ago. I used to think so too. Till I found out that it's, I, I was wrong. There's not a demon behind every rock. There are two. <laughs> it's not a demon. It's two demons at least. Or above. In agreement behind the rock, waiting to ambush you and your children, which you don't have yet, most of you. And you will have one day. And if you are ignorant, papa, mama, ignorant, mpam, and mom, you're finished. You think the earth, you haven't, the darkness being cooked. Now, there has to be a generation of people that understand. Yes, sir. In all you're getting, Yes, get understanding and then you use it to fight are you understanding yes, we will sir. go to war with the high praises of god in our mouths and a trade sword in our hands you must know the word of god inside outside not one side two edges the side that frees and the side that kills both sides of the sword you must have the two-edged sword if you have the one-edged sword god is love god is love god is free god is love god is only love a god of love cannot carry your one-edged sword go and sit down behind there i will not carry a one-edged sword who wants to carry a two-edged sword as i'm freeing my brother i'm removing your head now the same, so I cannot stand and be turning matches. That's why African warfare always has problems. Is it not one side? You don't see white people say sin, sin. They don't put two sides for the same. Pia, pia. Imagine using a, a, a matchet to stab someone. We must understand and we must fight well. See, I've taken a good part of the time just telling you what to do. I want you to carry this understanding. All right? Now, I know it's not every song that comes from heaven. There are sounds that are not sounds from heaven. There are sounds from the studio. Are you hearing me? <laughs> There's a song I, I sang with the leaders. I was illustrating. I was sharing with the core leaders, and I was illustrating. 
give a mic to a leader. Where's what? Where, where someone that remembers uh, that. Stop. How can you start at the end now? What can't you do? Sing, wait now. Sing the song. Start from now. Listen, I was talking to the leaders, and I was I was illustrating how you can just sing a song to be catchy. All right, but as usual, whenever I'm illustrating songs, it became serious. Okay, don't get, even go away now. Don't you know it better than her? Leave her alone. Go away. Go and stand. Do back up. Go that time. Go and do back up. And how do you know the song? You? I didn't allow them release that song. I played it for you one time. And it's in your head. Okay, no problem. <laughs> All right, but I was giving an illustration. As I was giving the illustration, I, I want to show them how you can create songs just for the fun, you know, and we could do it. And you could release it. And all over Nigeria, people will be dancing. Eh, 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 eh. But did it come from heaven? Are you, on, you don't understand what I'm saying. If it's not from heaven, it's not a weapon of war. Are you understanding? It's a sound. You can do any sound. You can turn sounds into excitement. The Lord our God is great and mighty. He does wonderful things. The Lord our God is great and mighty. He does wonderful things. Bless him. Give him glory. Magnify. Give him the praise now. All the boys. Be you, gallow boy. Be you, gallow boy. Now, listen, I know they are saying, like, again, okay, because I like you guys. Who has the clip? Who has the audio? It's on Telegram. Okay, I'll give you for your Saturday enjoyment. The wildlife, they'll go and sing it. It's okay. It's not an evil song. It's a song giving God praise. But I'm saying I was giving an illustration and I got to that place. Girl, oh boy. Girl, 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 girl. But and on, now, one day we were having a leaders meeting retreat and I dozed off. I woke up to the leaders, all backslidden. Girl, oh boy. <laughs> if you hear them mix this song, now, it could be the most funky song we have sung. Why am I giving the example? Because there are thousands of songs like that in the name of Christianity. Are you understanding? Where someone looks for a sound that is trending or trendy or that people like and convert it. They didn't go to the Lord. They didn't sing the song because they are trying to give God praise, the high praises of God. They are not worshiping him in the beauty of holiness. They are trying to sell albums and make millions. Are you understanding? The motive, the foundation of that song is bad. And not all of them are fast songs. They can be slow songs. Why do you think unbelievers have been singing Christian songs? You have not heard them? Didn't R. Kelly release a whole album? I heard it in Imo State and I wonder why wow, R. Kelly is born again. Till I was straightened out that there's nothing like that. You don't know if that's why I went to prison. Next time you should sing his songs. He's still in prison. Uh, he has been in prison for a long time. Go and be singing. Uh, 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 he saved me. I was so, I was so, oh, thank you, Jesus. The poor guy was telling them, I'm not saved. Leave me alone. I'm not born again. Leave me. Stop trying to make me born again, you Christians. Because next thing they'll be inviting him to every church group. At least he was honest. Everything I've said so far, I hope you are understanding that there's 
when we say high praises, make sure it's true praise to God. Have you heard me? This is a major thing you're taking away today, especially in this season. Are you hearing me? Don't look at how things are. When it is hot, has the weather been hot? Learn to give him praise in it. Thank him that you're not dying, okay? Sing about the beauty of weather. You made everything we see. You create a lot of wind. Oh, Father, I can breathe. I don't fall over. Sing your own song. Compose it as you're walking. As you remember, it's hot. Compose a song. As you're trying to drink water, cold water you thought, it became hot water. Give him glory for water at all. Learn to give praise. Are you hearing me? When you see people gather to murmur and grumble, like that uh, big brother shared on Sunday, to murmur. I heard that the church in Lagos, when they gathered, that I think it was Lagos, they also shared on the same thing, against grumbling and murmuring. I read it, I went like, wow. So the spirit moved and said the same thing here. Give praise, not because of how things are, but because God says it's a weapon you need in this hour. Have you hearing me? With those weapons in your hand, the word of the Lord and his high praises, don't keep it low every time, except you're disturbing people. But generally, don't be ashamed, don't mutter. I'm not even talking about when you're in a church meeting, how much more? Learn to raise your voice. Give him praise in the bathroom. Perfect acoustics. Hey, hey, it has reverb. I think it's a sin. Except you're listening to a message to enter the bathroom and come out silently. Why would you do a thing like that? Why would you do a thing like that? Repent in Jesus' name. In fact, lift your hands. Say, Father, forgive me. For not raising high praises continually. Say, I receive grace. To give praise. In the name of Jesus. How many of you heard me keep singing? Uh, my song in the darkness. My, you kept, yeah, I kept repeating that verse the other day. All right, so some of these are brethren are undergoing some darkness right now. You know, and as I, as this, that part kept coming, I, I suspected something was going to happen. That something was in the offing. Something was going to happen. That someone was going to need a song in the darkness. And, um, you know, I didn't know it would happen this way. But, um, you know, so that's a family of four people that worship here and their father. So, in a sense, it's almost like four different people, but uh, losing at once. So, I think that the Lord gives us weapons to bring us through times of trouble. And if you don't use it, please, what do you want? I hear the universities will be gone and break from what date? The 22nd of this month. That will be what? What day is it? A Wednesday following, so after the coming week, that Wednesday. I would suggest, because you're not supposed to return till those in the university, till 14th of March. Okay, that's... uh, it's almost two weeks. Almost three weeks. It's three weeks exactly. You sure? Okay. This bro- Chigua Gozem says it's three weeks exactly. In case you check the calendar and it's not so. Now, three weeks is what is hoped for. Do you understand? But what will really happen, we do not know. Are you understanding? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. 
the way I usually see it, when you're about to go into seasons of uncertainty, it's good to appear before the Lord. Are you hearing me? So keep your ears open and keep your hearts light. All right. We have a meeting like this. Be glad to be here. Be glad. Hope we could have a meeting every day. I doubt that will happen. But stock up. Are you understanding? Before you go on those holidays, get everything you can get. Before those that will have to travel and all that. And many of you may have to travel. Many of you, your families, those of you, younger people, your families may say, come, come, come home. Come and be where we can see you. You know, I, I don't know what will happen in the elections. We had many things over the time, but I believe the law will make things clearer. The last time we had a major thing like this was before the lockdown. When nobody knew there would be a lockdown and the Lord told us you have two weeks. He hasn't told us anything like that yet. But we have seen some agitation, quite some, over time. So our ears are open and we are praying. I want you to keep your ears open in the spirit. We are hearing and praying. It's nice to receive direction and not just act like someone that doesn't know they are left from their right. Is this okay? So make sure you do your best to listen in for what's happening. Don't cut away and say, I didn't know. Next thing you hear, we met for three days every day and we were here worshiping the Lord. But let's have reason to praise. I'm hoping... On Sunday, we can praise too. Let's have, we will look for excuses to praise God. If you hear us say we are having a sudden meeting, everybody come, six o'clock or what time, all that, come. We are coming to praise. Just know we are obeying God. We are not, we, I, I don't do things for fun. Someone said long ago, some people have, are so programmatic, they are problematic. I don't believe in doing anything for, let's have a program. That's why most times we have those meetings and programs. You don't see us take offerings. We are not trying to gather people to take offerings. If we are meeting, it means the Holy Spirit told us to. I would rather not do anything that involves using petrol now. How many of you understand with me? I'd rather not do it. But wise people believe in the Lord their God and he opposed them. Are you understanding? And they believe in his messengers, his prophets, and they are successful they succeed you want to be a successful person learn to believe some people don't believe sometimes i look up here i wonder it doesn't matter if you're a first timer or a hundredth timer the bible didn't say if you're a first timer believe or uh, it doesn't say that so you see some people you don't believe anything your attitude is always well i'm a visitor so what adam and eve were visitors to that garden the word still held them
change the key please Thank you for the privilege of praising you. 
Oh yeah, I want to give you something. Father, ask for open your mouth like this. Father, ask for new songs. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will find yourself singing new songs. You won't even believe it. You won't believe it. It's coming. You wake up in new songs. Listen, you sleep, you wake up, you hear a song. You're like, this song does not exist. Just keep your phone close by. Pick it quickly and put the sound. Even if it's two lines you remember, just put the hum. Just put the hum there. Just put those two lines. Uh, uh, uh. Okay? And it will come with grace and glory. The power to sing songs. Yes. Don't look for space. Don't look for this. Don't look for full ten, three verses with chorus. Uh-uh. That takes time. Maybe 15 years. Okay, 10. Okay, you guys are the last generation. One year. You're on. They will rush you. But when you receive it, make sure you give it up. Someone asks a question. Do we have to? I like singing quietly. Do I have to raise my voice? No, you don't have to. Just try and be hearing yourself. Okay? Put some, your hand in your ear so you can hear what you're singing. It helps when you're hearing yourself. You'll be less distracted. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Father, ask that your hand will go with your children. Receive their offerings and bless their bread and their water. Go with them and make them a light in the darkness. Keep their mouths from grumbling and complaining. Thank you, great Father. Amen. We pray you receive eyes to see, ears to hear, and an understanding heart. Remember, test all things and hold fast to what is good. For more information, visit our website at gods-lighthouse.org.